0: ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too break free from the chains of the physical mental and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling and instead finally experience what you are both meant to a life unleashed season! Halloween is almost here, and we know our dogs should not have chocolate, but what actually happens if they do get in to what we consider the good stuff? Or other candy? And what happens when cats get into those yummy sweet treats that us people love to eat? When dogs eat chocolate, typically you might not see symptoms at first because it can take six to 12 hours to start to show up all the way up through 72 hours for it to start to show up. When our pups get into the chocolate, it can cause them to have increased heart rate, restlessness, vomiting, or diarrhea, or both. It can cause tremors and seizures It can even cause them to collapse and it can be fatal. It is so important that we keep our dogs out of chocolate and the darker the chocolate. So the more cocoa that's in there, the more severe the symptoms can be. How toxic that particular candy is that they got into that particular kind of chocolate is going to be relative to how much of it they ate. So did they eat like a crumb of chocolate off of the floor or did they eat the entire pack of Oreos? What kind of chocolate did they have? Uh, you know, how much caffeine is in that particular chocolate? Uh, fun fact, there is no cocoa in white chocolate. White chocolate is not actually chocolate. It's a lie. It's a delicious lie, but it's a lie. <laughs> And how toxic that chocolate eating scenario is going to be is also really dependent on your dog's body weight. So a small dog is going to be more affected by that one Oreo than a large dog. That ate one Oreo. A small dog is going to be much differently affected if they ate a whole row of Oreos versus a large dog that ate a whole row of Oreos. What is going to be the effect of you eating a whole row of Oreos? Mm, That's a topic for another conversation. I'll let you do your own science experiment for that. So, if your dog has eaten chocolate, because we do our best, but they're like, Furry, happy toddlers, they get into things anyway. If your pup has eaten chocolate, call the vet. I'm banging my hands on the desk right now. Call the vet. You know, Find out, depending on how much they ate, what kind they ate, and how big they are, do you need to monitor them at home and just make sure that they're doing okay? Or do you need to bring your pup in for help? So call the vet. Oftentimes, the front desk staff will know how to answer that without even needing to wait for the vet to come back to you. Sometimes you do need to actually chat with the vet, but call the vet. Another thing that a lot of folks don't realize is there is another candy culprit that we need to look out for. Chocolate is not the only bad guy, the only supervillain lurking at Halloween. We also need to watch for something called xylitol that starts with an X for, the, for those who want to go Googling it. Uh, xylitol is a no calorie sweetener. You're usually going to see that in gum or in your sugar-free candy, not just chocolate, but just generic kinds of candy can have this stuff. And it is super duper toxic to dogs. Uh, symptoms from xylitol can show up within 10 minutes to one hour of eating versus chocolate that can take six hours to 72 so up to three days, xylitol, uh, those symptoms happen a whole lot faster. Xylitol can cause your pup's blood sugar to absolutely tank. It is like a diabetic that took too much insulin with not enough food to counter it. That can throw your pup into hypoglycemia, which can cause, again, vomiting and nausea, uh, weakness tremors and seizures, loss of coordination, so they can look really loopy or kind of drunk. It can cause collapse. And again, it can be fatal. So if your pup has gotten into the sugar-free candy or gotten into some gum that might have xylitol in it, again, call the vet ASAP because your plan to make sure your pup is going to be okay is really going to depend on how much they had versus how big they are. So call the vet. Now, what about my cat parents out there as a cat mama myself? What about our kitty cats? What do they need to keep their fluffy little noses and whiskers out of at Halloween time? Obviously keeps them out of the candy bowl in general. But again, they're furry toddlers that are real hecking cute. They're gonna get into stuff just like toddlers do. So if your kitty cat has gotten into chocolate, they get the same challenges as dogs do. Chocolate for cats can also cause increased heart rate, restlessness, vomiting, and diarrhea uh, on top of the normal hair So now we have more to clean up off the carpet. Again, it can cause tremors or seizures, collapse, or be fatal. Chocolate is bad news, even for kitty cats. And what about xylitol in cats? Again, this is the stuff that's in a lot of gum and it's in a lot of sugar-free candy. The last I checked my research, the jury is currently still out on the toxicity of xylitol in cats. Cats are not just weird dogs. They are built a little different inside and out. So last I looked and... Someone please message me. Please shoot me a text if you have found some research that says otherwise. But the last I have checked, the jury is still out on whether or not xylitol is toxic. Or cats, or how toxic it is, or what flavor of toxic it is. So Maybe it's best to just keep them out of the candy bowl anyway, please. Try to keep them away from the xylitol. Again, if your kitty cat has gotten into any kind of people food, That they should not have gotten into please call the vet immediately and they will be able to advise you now one more important fun fact is that it's actually probably actually probably it is probably less likely that your kitty cat will get into sweets at all compared to your dog because cats do not have a taste receptor for sweet you know, let's go back to grade school science class. Humans can taste sweet and salty and bitter and spicy and sour and umami, which is like meaty stuff. We we have different things we can taste, including things that taste sweet. Cats don't. Cats don't taste sweet. They just don't have the wiring for it. Dogs do. So, cats may not be attracted to things that taste sweet, like dogs might be. However, most of those candies are in really fascinating crinkly wrappers that are shiny and real fun to bat around and real fun to go crinkle, 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 crinkle underneath the couch or underneath your bed at three o'clock in the morning. You can tell I've been a cat mom. So your kitty cats might be more interested in the wrappers, but they might be industrious enough to want to get into that wrapper and get whatever the heck is in there that is disturbing their ability to play with that wrapper, aka the chocolate or candy that is inside of it, they might get into it and try to get rid of it and end up with it in their mouth and down their throat and in their tummies before they start playing with those shiny, shiny wrappers. So something to keep in mind, cats are not able to taste sweet things, but they are able to tell when a wrapper goes crinkle, crinkle and is very shiny. One other thing to note, cats do still taste fats and proteins. They are obligate carnivores, meaning they have to eat protein. They have to eat meat. So they are wired to sense when there is protein and fat in any kind of food. They can tell if there is some protein or fat content in that chocolate or in that candy, it's most likely to be in chocolate because that's what makes it so yummy to us. Not just the sugar, but the good yummy fats in there too. So they might still be attracted to the fat content and the protein content. If you got an almond joy, that's like right up the rally. We got fats and proteins. Woohoo. So be careful with that. But more likely, they're just going to be wanting to grit the wrapper, which is also not great. Number one, take home is keep the critters out of the candy jar or out of the candy bowl as much as you can because they are furry toddlers and toddlers are terrorists who will get what they want. (laughs) Do not negotiate with the furry terrorists. And number two, if the furry terrorist has won and has gotten into the candy when they should not to, get the to the vet pick up the phone call the vet. A lot of vets, you can even shoot them a text message, which is awesome. My vet just started that, being able to text them, which is great. But contact the vet ASAP so that you know you are getting your critter the care that they need to get through the big scary, I ate candy and I should not because it's very toxic to me, mom. Please help. Get them through that. If you need any assistance in not not candy. I can't help with toxicity. I have a chiropractor. I can help with the body and it being at its very best, the innards will leave to the vet. But I am here to help your fur baby be their very best in their nervous system, which can help their immune system, which can help their digestive system in other ways, not toxicity, but in normal ways, and help their muscle and joint system. Help them be their very best in addition to their normal vet care. Cairo is a great pairing with that. If you're curious if I'm the right fit for you, reach out to me. 636 751 3150. Shoot me a text and let's chat. Talk to you soon. Keep the critters out of the candy. (laughs) So, what do you most need to know right now to help you or your pets live a life unleashed? Send your questions and suggestions for topics you'd love to learn about to DR dot v-i-c-k-y at com, or follow the link in the show notes. It's time to break free from what's holding you and your pets back and live a life unleashed.